Welcome back again to our podcast here at Refuge Church. My name is Pastor Dan Hertzler, pastor of a church here in Manor, PA, and um, got two guys with me that uh, help me out as we talk about different discipleship uh, topics. And so I've got with me. I'm Ryan. I'm Mike. Uh, two guys that are uh, sharing their infinite wisdom on all matters, knowing everything. No, just kidding. Uh, we talk often about uh, how little we know, uh, but we want to be able to introduce ideas and thoughts and uh, help to bring discussion about, um, maybe get you pondering things more. And uh, hopefully there's some wisdom, but uh, I don't think it's going to be uh, anything that we can wrap a bow on in 25 minutes or less. Uh, so uh, don't ha- have those grand conclusions that will solve all your problems at the end of this podcast. Uh, but we want to we bring up some of these ideas, and mainly the idea that discipleship or being with Christ, being like Jesus, moves beyond just church into our, our everyday space. So that's what we've been talking about. And uh, we are looking at this idea over the last few episodes of uh, what it means to come alongside others. Uh, one of the evidences of being in relationship with Jesus, being with him, is that we will see others not just as, um, you know, people that help push my agenda or people that uh, accomplish things or just people in general, but we actually get to know individuals. We, we spend time with them. We uh, mentor or are being mentored. We're modeling or being modeled. And so we link up as a chain link fence does uh, with others. And uh, really, I, I think this is how God had intended the church to be when he said, go and make disciples. Oftentimes we associate that with a a church service or a mission trip or maybe a crusade, but I really think it's the uh, everyday coming alongside others, uh, investing life, giving of ourselves that really makes the church move uh, and what God meant when he was partnering with us and and, and, uh, what God's been doing really for the last 2,000 years. Yet uh, there's a truth to this that uh, causes it to sometimes be difficult. Uh, sometimes it sounds really wonderful and uh, romanticize it about, wow, I'm going to come alongside people and it's going to be wonderful and we're going to sing Kumbaya and they're going <laughs> to do everything I want and I'm going to learn everything. And yeah, good uh, luck. we realize it's, it's complicated. In fact, uh, when I was in college, uh, our professors would tell us all the time, uh, ministry would be easy if it didn't involve people uh, because uh, it's, it's complicated. It's difficult. And so uh, we want to talk a little bit about the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I was talking to these guys off uh, air here and uh, didn't even know if they knew what that reference meant, but it's actually from a movie. Uh, Ryan, the, the movie buff, you actually had, you, you can sing the tune, right? What's the tune? That there you go. So old uh, Clint Eastwood uh, Western, good, the bad, the ugly. We're, we're not talking anything about the movie or anything about Ryan's uh, whatever noise that was, but um, we're just the, what is the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to, to coming alongside people? It, it's, it's good and it's beautiful and yet it can be difficult and hard. And, um, you know, we want to share a little bit about that. So, uh, Ryan, what are some of your thoughts when you think about practically speaking, you know, how, how, how is it like the good, the bad, and the ugly coming alongside others? I think the good, the first thing that comes to my mind is, I can't remember if it's in Proverbs or, or the Psalms, but the verse that says, Behold, how good and pleasant it is that brethren dwell, to, brethren dwell together in unity. Mm. And I think like there's something really great and really good about coming alongside with someone, doing life together with them that really can't be found in any other way. 
And I think it's really a lot of times how God stretches us, grows us while we're pouring into someone else. And, you know, by the grace of God, that they would grow too. You know, that's the great part I think that we see is someone really come to know and love Jesus and to see, wow, yeah, this person is, is, is really just maturing. Mm. You know, I can see the fruit in their life. You know, the, the bad I would say is, I think a lot of times what can happen is when we start to, at least I find for myself, when I start to shift in this mentality of coming alongside someone else, sometimes I can get caught in this, well, now that's a replacement for me spending time with God, mm. is spending mm. time with this person. Yeah. Now I start losing my life supply and I start like just dwindling away. And it's like, before I know it, I got nothing to give. Yeah. I'm burnt out. I need someone to come alongside of me because I'm just ruined, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the, I think that's really though what the enemy wants is yeah. for us to be so burnt out and drained by yeah. even doing good things yeah. that our soul is just ravished and, yeah. you know, we have no life. And then the ugly for me, I would say is if I'm coming alongside of someone who, whatever, wherever they are in their life, whatever they're struggling with or the yeah. things I've even seen sometimes the things that they might be struggling with, things that I'm not even struggling with, start to wear off on me. Yeah. Where it's like wounds from my past are opening up. I'm like, what the world? Yeah. Like, you know, I thought this was something from whatever, five years ago, you know, it's yeah. resurfacing. And just seeing like how I've responded sometimes to situations after, you know, trying to invest in someone who was... Yeah you know, not responding well to a situation, I started doing the exact same thing, you know? And so there is like a real danger of guarding your heart because though we seek to do good, you know, and really, you know, love on someone, invest in them. You know, I think it's also, that's where the ground of the enemy is also fierce Mm -hmm. to attack us. Yeah. That's a great point to think, you know, the, the, what God has intended and what is good, Satan is sitting there saying, I'm coming for it. You Mm -hmm. know, one of the things I remember people some saying is that, you know, Satan hates God Mm. and he hates us because he knows God loves us. Yeah. And so he's, he's coming for that. And, Mm. um, you know, one of the things that happens a lot of times in ministry um, is as you are investing in someone else, mm-hmm. it starts to do something to you. Yeah. And there can be good in that because you can you can really say, oh, wow, God's using my my purpose or my gifts or my talents or uh, God's revealing things that I have been uh, set free from. And it's you know, now I can share that with someone else. Uh, the The bad of it is, you know, as you said, it's like. Ooh, wow. Like, uh, I didn't realize that that, that is who I am, or I didn't realize that there's things in my life haven't been dealt with. Um, you know, we say the phrase sometimes, you know, when you're helping someone else in a, in a chaotic situation, don't bring your own chaos mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great lesson sometimes because we, uh, especially if, if you are coming alongside someone, you need to, you need to take the time for yourself. You need mm-hmm. to, uh, really, uh, you know, work through things that God's done in your life so that when you do help someone else, you're not bringing something else to it. And then mm-hmm. the ugly can be is that, uh, you know, we're living in a day and age where there's a lot of people are leaving church because of yeah. people, yeah. uh, because of church abuse, because of, uh, lack of care, because of relationships that have been hurt, uh, our political divides, our social divides, um, 
uh, are deepening and the extremisms is growing. And uh, because of that, uh, there is a lot of ugly when it comes to just relationships and um, these relationships that we uh, care about or we've invested in. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been hurt uh, over the years because of it. And uh, we really have to come face to face with some of that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of good, a lot of bad and a lot of ugly. And the, the beauty in all of this is that we should be able to dialogue about it and, and talk about it. The better we understand it, hopefully the more that we can shift towards the good uh, and be uh, really cautious of the bad and I would say maybe repentive of the ugly, uh, whichever part of it that we've been in, in part of. Um, but Mike, what are some thoughts when you think about this? Yeah, I, I think just for me personally, um, when it comes to the good, um, the, the good moments are good. And, and I think, um, you know, just briefly, there was once where I had just a bad situation in my life and I didn't want to go necessarily around the environment that that was in again. Um, even though I had good memories there and I had some friends that were like, Oh, why don't you come? And so I, I went and what I realized in that moment was yet the bad stuff that came out was bad, but the good was still really good. Mm. And, and so like the good moments are, are great. And, and for me, I, I think I've landed in a spot where there is nothing else in my life that I, I think that I could, I could do other yeah. than share the gospel and be invested in people's lives and be doing all of that. The bad is, you know, it's also bad, right? And, and it's not fun and it's messy in those moments and the ugly, like for me, um, I have walked through some incredibly ugly moments that a lot of people have assumptions about and have said things about. And I was speaking, um, I don't, I don't gossip about it. I don't really talk about it much, but every now and then there's a moment where I feel led to kind of talk and someone will ask and, I have gotten the same reaction every time I've told the story, which is, wow, that is so much worse than I thought it actually was. And I was like, oh, is it? Um, it, But for me, you know, I heard it said that, and Dan, you kind of alluded to this, that ministry is messy. Mm -hmm. It's a true statement. But I think a truer statement is that life as we know it is messy. Yeah. Mm. Whether you're in ministry or not that that's what it is. Look at the social movements, look at the political movements. We're all just trying to figure out how to navigate this mess. Yeah. And, and we're trying to find, you know, sometimes people to, to do it with. Um, and my experience has just been, there have been some really rewarding moments just dealing with the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, there, there have just been moments where you get to be and experience really intimate pieces of people's lives that are real and authentic. And, and you get to have dinner in their homes yeah. and you get to just like learn who they are and what has gone on in their life. And, and there's a, um, there's a couple I'm thinking about right now that just from one of my other experiences who, um, I, I got to see that the husband and, and the wife has just been going through it lately. And it's, it's not this picture perfect scenario that sometimes we want to paint it out to be in, in church world. I say with my finger quotes that you all yeah. can't see, um, and there's almost this shame whenever we can't bring our best selves. Mm. And, and it's just like, I love getting to sit 
in the sock. I yeah. love getting to sit in, in people's situations and, and to just be with them and to be yeah. present with them. And, and cause I really think that's what Jesus did. I think Jesus went into these terrible atrocious situations. We love to talk about the result of the miracle. And we I think sometimes forget that he like, you need a terrible situation to have a miracle in the yeah. first place and, and to get to just do that and be with those people. And then to really get to speak into their lives. Right. Sometimes we just want to be like, oh, you're doing this thing. Let me talk about it right now. And that can be appropriate. Sure. But when you've been in the trenches with them, yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, one of the things I learned early on, uh, in ministry, uh, is just what they call the ministry of presence. Uh, I see a lot of time at funerals or, or, uh, tragic situations, but just, just, you know, even graduation parties and, uh, events like the fact that you show up, um, yeah. can, can be a huge difference. Yeah. And when things have gone bad or things get ugly, we don't want to show up anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's is where I think Satan starts to play into our minds of like, why are you doing this again? It's just going to end in the same result as last time. You're just going to get hurt or you're going to be disappointed or you know what? They probably don't this or probably that doesn't matter. And so we retreat. And unfortunately, uh, whenever we retreat, uh, we start to to miss out on the good. And uh, as we've been saying here, you know, every situation has good, bad, and the ugly. And, and uh, hopefully, you know, in those moments of ugly, we, we honor it, we recognize it, and, and we, we repent. We, we apologize for our part of it. Uh, the bad, and, uh, you know, we, we see it there. But it's that good part of it that uh, can't be lost because of how important it is to come alongside others, um, you know. Jesus uh, modeled that and, uh, you know, the disciples followed that through, even though they, you know, P- look at Peter's life. I mean, you know, he had good, the bad and the ugly all up and down it. And yet, yeah. uh, you know, Jesus just kept coming and coming and coming. And, you know, it was it was that faithfulness of God, faithfulness of Jesus that, you know, eventually got to Peter. And, and you know, it was Peter that led the charge of the church in the, the book of Acts. And so, um, you know, I think that is something we, we have to do. And I think we're only going to do it, as, as you guys have, have highlighted really good in the bad part. It's only going to do it if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. As we keep our eyes fixed on him and then through him, we see how he saw people we continue if if we're just doing this because of of whatever a relationship can give us if we're just doing this because uh of that uh kind of high we get of helping somebody then then we're just doing it for ourselves we're yeah. doing it for that you know superior complex that that superman you know syndrome that that goes around um it, it's it's only because of who Jesus is that we would say, you know what, even though I've been through ugly or even though it's been bad at times, it's, it's continually the, the giving of myself because of who Jesus is and what Jesus did that, that I do. Uh, but I think it's important that we have this kind of dialogue because, you know, sometimes we can sit back and hear it from maybe a, a pulpit or read it in a book, and it just sounds wonderful, and it sounds <laughs> perfect, and it sounds like it's always going to go uh, in our favor. And then it happens, and then you sit there with it, like, and say, and, and I've had these conversations with people, like, but this is the church. This shouldn't happen in the church. Mm-hmm. And it's that moment I have to tell them, I'm sorry, but it it it's people and, mm. and the church isn't going to, going to escape that. And there is no perfect church. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard and, it's, and it, it cuts, you know, a church, 
hurt and church abuse and those things, it is it is very, very deep and it's very, very painful. But, uh, you know, Ryan, what's some things that you've kind of read on this idea? I think no matter if you're in the good, you're in the bad, or you're in the ugly, I would say you can't ignore prayer, you know, and, and prayer is such a key in wherever you're at in coming alongside someone else. I read a book called How to Live a Life of Prayer. It's just general teachings or, you know, little excerpts from John Wesley, E.M. Bounds, or this man, S.D. Gordon. It was a really great, just practical book of what does it look like to live a life of prayer. And one of the quotes that I really liked from S.D. Gordon, he said, you can do more than pray after you have prayed, but you cannot do more than pray until you have prayed. And it was just this reality of there are things that God does through our prayers that he does really no other way, you know, and when you are investing in someone coming alongside of them, instead of just jumping in, trying to fix it all and your own methods and your ingenuity, like take some time and pray, you know, whether it's good and you're just praising God, thank you, Lord, you know, continue to do what you're doing or it's Lord, help, help, help. I don't know what to do. You know, I think God loves those prayers. Just help me, God, Mm -hmm. but just don't lose sight of the necessity of prayer in coming alongside of someone and whatever, you know, you're going through. Yeah. That's good. I was just, you know, thinking, yeah, thankful for the good and help in the bad and, yeah. you know, forgiveness in the ugly. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I, I would say most of the time the ugly were, were part of it. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't ever think the ugly is just, just the other person were yeah. oftentimes involved in that. Mike, what, what's some things that you read on this? So, yeah, um, there's a book uh, called Gentle and Lowly that I think Dane Ortland wrote. And he said something in there that just really struck me whenever I read it. And that was um, essentially when you look in the Old Testament, um, you have uh, unclean things and clean things. And whenever um, an unclean thing touched a clean thing, that thing was was unclean. Like that just, that's the way that it worked. Um, and there were certain sacrifices and such that could make it clean again, but there was this whole process to become clean again. And then you look at Jesus who comes down as the ultimate clean thing. And obviously I'm paraphrasing, but, and he willingly and deliberately walked into unclean situations. Mm. And instead of becoming unclean, he made the thing clean by being present Mm. and by touching that and so whenever I think about that in regards to to what we're talking about, yeah, uh, you know, and I even think about what you said about if we're just in it for the good things, yeah, we're really just in it for ourselves probably. We're just yeah. in it for the party. We're not necessarily in it for the ministry that, that I think that we're called to to do and to live out relationally. And when we look at how Jesus did it, acknowledging that I'm not Jesus, I can't save this person, yeah, but that I can model who he was and how he lived. And, and, and when we look at that and live that out, I think it, for me, it provides encouragement and also just that kind of, um, nudge to step into the unclean things. Mm. Don't put yourself in a dangerous situation, Sure, but to, you know, not be afraid to, Oh, like they're associating with, I don't know, Harry Potter to use something ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. well, you can, you can talk. I don't think Harry Potter's bad, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you yep. get the point. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. I was just thinking about Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the things that uh, I think, you know, again, what, what you're looking at when you talk about what Jesus did, um, you know, we, we are so quick to just think that there is a simple answer sometimes to complex situations. 
And, um, you know, Jesus walked into things and he was valuing people. He was, he was redeeming people. Um, but he wasn't just saying, Hey, just, you know, if you just show up and do this, it's going to make everything better. He was, he was valuing people. And I think, you know, we've really have to learn, uh, coming alongside people is not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to be an easy solution, but you're valuing people by saying, Hey, I'm here. I see you. I care about you and I'm going to be with you to the end. Um, and, and whatever that looks like. Um, you know, there's three areas in my adult life that uh, I've, uh, and I'm not an expert. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I've been either involved with or, or uh, my wife has been involved with it or I've been involved with it that have taught me this. And uh, first one is, is adoption. Uh, sometimes we, we romanticize the idea of adoption, adoption and uh, there's a lot of good, bad, and ugly in it. Uh, another one is mental health. Um, you know, there's a lot of good, bad, and ugly in that. And the other one is just, uh, sex trafficking and, and what's kind of going on. And, and I know I've heard stories from others that have been involved with, uh, you know, alcohol or drug or, you know, these things, uh, that, you know, from a 10,000 level view or 10,000 foot view, you know what, it just looks like, well, if you just do this and this and this, you solve the problem. Or, you know what, if I just give a, a, you know, a little donation, this will help. Mm. But it's more about when you get down into it, when you're actually in the, the midst of it, it's just about being present. It's just about staying on, hanging on, helping when you can, and then coming back to realizing, wow, I know nothing. <laughs> and I need God to, to, to come and, and to do this. And man, you want to talk about going through the good, the bad, and the ugly to get to some of that good of just realizing your dependency upon God? Yeah. Oh, man, it, 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 what, a, what a sweet spot because then it just reminds you again, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be the Savior here. I'm not mm. supposed to be the hero. I'm not supposed to have all the answers. I'm not supposed to you know, just walk in and instantly fix everything. Uh, there's part of this struggle that God wants me to work through in helping others to, to show them, Hey, I'm not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the lessons I learned, you know, as, as parenting a a child that has been adopted is just letting them know that I ain't going anywhere. (laughs) Uh, I, I, you know, God's, God's given me to you and, and, and you're my son and, and I'm not going anywhere. And even though some days and sometimes it's hard and difficult, it's not going to change because you are mine just like anyone else, any of my other biological, because you're mine and I'm not going anywhere. Uh, and, uh, you know, how powerful that can be when we think about it from a, from a, uh, you just, uh, coming alongside any situation, uh, we can, we can give to another person. So Ryan, I know you got some practical thoughts you want to share on this. All right, so I'm going to leave you guys with just three real practical things. You know, one, just be cautious when you're coming alongside with someone. You know, there are, there are boundaries, you know, different things just to be aware of. You know, two, don't curse the seed that you're sowing. You know, you, there are going to be things that are going to happen that, you know, you might want to feel the need to gossip, you know, and share like, oh, this is just so difficult. Just remember, God causes the growth. You're sowing into this person, you're watering, but God causes the growth. And finally, just hang in there. Hmm. There are going to be things that happen that don't go the way that you expect. Yeah. 
just continue to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Yeah. And from that place, then continue to invest in this person as long as God continues to show you that this is what you're supposed to do. And be open to where the Holy Spirit is leading you. Because people come in and out of our lives in different seasons. And just be aware, this this might not be a lifelong thing, but just for a season. That's yep. good. I, I think you made a good good thought there at the end because... You know, we're still not we're not doing coming alongside in isolation too. like we should be having other people helping us as we help others so that they can, you know, sometimes someone needs to come into and say, hey, this isn't good. Like you've broken some boundaries or there's some dangers here. Like, let's let's look at this. And then there's other times someone needs to come into your life and say, hey, keep going, keep going. Like we all need to be in this larger community. So as I'm linking arms with others. I should have other people helping and looking at my life and and seeing things in that. I mean, it's hey, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, you know, we can we can all experience those things. We can all want to to move and 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 yet at the same time, we've got to we've got to recognize. You know, I'm part of a bigger fence here. <laughs> I'm not the only one linking arms. Right. I'm part of the universal church that is happening across the world and you know what uh we should be you know open and 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 again this is where I you know I call it bias but I would say the local church has great power and influence in helping us because we're linking together and we're in a community of linking arms together. So uh, I just would encourage you, as Ryan said, you know, be praying about it, uh, be, be wise about it uh, and keep going in it. And then, you know, if, if we could help you find a church that is invested in this, or if we can uh, give you some, any answers or, or even come alongside to pray with you, um, you know, maybe uh, our linking of arms is just a, a prayer thing. Uh, we'd love to do that. And you can email us at info at churchrefuge.com or go to our website, churchrefuge.com. And we would just love to, to help in that. Uh, but this is, is, is such a vital part of our growth and discipleship. Such a vital part of being with Jesus is, is just coming alongside. We wanted to take a little bit of time just to say it's, it might not always go uh, with rainbows and, and uh, you know, singing songs all the time. Uh, but uh, it, it is worth it, and it is good, and it is the way that Jesus did. So hope you have a great day. God bless.